take the heat? Can you take the heat? Can you take the heat? Top Rope Chef! Welcome to the Top Rope Chef After Show for Stephanie's Tasty Green Witch Apples and Tests Tostadas with Chicken and Black Bean Guacamole. Hi, welcome, welcome <laughs> to a layer of after show treats. Hey, Jacqueline, how have you? How are you? Have you been? Have you been? Uh, how 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 is food going for you? Food is the only thing I look forward to in my life right now. <laughs> That's sad because we do a podcast together, and now I'm sad. <laughs> Just kidding. This is. <laughs> um, food's been interesting. I really are. We, are you gonna make me wait any longer to talk about this coffee? Because I'm so so. Fixated. My roommate came went to New Orleans and he asked me if I wanted anything for his return. If I wanted anything from New Orleans, and I have a coworker who grew up in New Orleans, and I was like, "Hey, what's the thing that I, sh- I can only get in New Orleans? That's good." And she said, "I don't know. I haven't been there in a while." <laughs> Moments later, she te- she texted me back. My dad said, uh, ch- chicory coffee from Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans. I sent that message along to my roommate, and he came back from New Orleans with Cafe Du Monde's coffee and chicory coffee. That's so fancy, Du Monde Cafe. It's so French. Oh, it makes me sick. I love it. <laughs> There's some copy on the back of this. This is the exclusive coffee and chicory blend served at the Café du Monde, the original French market coffee stand serving Café au lot and hot beignets, 24 hours a day, year-round. This popular New Orleans landmark has been located in the French market since the early 1860s. The, uh, there's a way to make this. You can't just like make coffee. They recommend, in a drip coffee pot or percolator, using one tablespoon of heaping chicory coffee for a cup of boiling water, and mix with equal amounts of hot milk um, to suit or taste. And uh, I did it a couple different ways. I made it just regular to see what it tasted like. I made it the way they suggested with half milk. And I made it another way, which is usually how I drink coffee is a little bit of creamer. Mm-hmm. And it's very strong on its own. It tastes yeah. the best when it was mixed with the milk half and half. That's what cafe au lait means. It means with milk. Is that how you say a French? <laughs> <laughs> so what is chicory? What does it taste like? What is that? Mm, I don't know, really. It's just like well, kind how... of a distinct coffee flavor. I can't how quite is it place different? it. Is chicory like a wood? I think Isn't so. It? it sounds like woody. What is, what is, what, how is it different? Describe it. It smells Describe like very strong like espresso coffee. Okay. It smells like espresso almost. I don't know the difference between espresso and coffee. I thought it espresso was espresso is just like way more concentrated. Oh, that explains something. Like the espresso bean has way more caffeine in it than a coffee bean does. Ew. Okay. So, is it more caffeinated? Do you? Do you think? Probably. I don't know. There's no like. I'd have to Google it to figure that out. But For it's some definitely reason, strong. For some reason, I was thinking that it would taste like coffee mixed with root beer. That's what I was picturing in my head. That'd be enjoyable. Like a root I didn't know what to really coffee. expect. Okay. So it's tasty. Okay. But um. Have yeah. you cold brewed it? No, but I should. I maybe will tomorrow. Yeah. Tonight. 
next after show, find out what happens when Brad cold brews Café du Mont. Yeah, I'll probably cold brew it with like the half and half milk to coffee ratio too. Because that tastes it tasted really good. It's very strong and on its own. I think that would be good in a chocolate cake. Ooh, I'll it's... have to bring some up next week when I come visit and let you have Yay! your way with it. Let's do it. I'll make marshmallow frosting. It'll be so good. I haven't had it yet, but I bought s'mores ice cream. It's in the freezer right now because <gasps> it's been so dang hot. All I want is like cold things. Fuck but yeah. I'm sure it's good. I've been making s'mores cake rolls at work. Have I talked about this? Probably all the time. Probably every single episode. They're selling so well. Husband likes them and he hates cake. So I think Hating cake seems like a, not a thing anyone should ever say. Most Hating men, certain kinds of cake, most definitely. But most men I've found don't like cake and frosting. They just don't care for it. Unless it's peanut butter and chocolate. That's the that's what I found through my dedicated research in the subject. You know what I really enjoyed? It was like a petit foire because it was just like this little bite-sized cake thing that was Those good. Those are like so in... pretty. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. Let's do afternoon tea when you come up and we'll have like a fancy tea party and we'll have petty fours and we'll have finger sandwiches and <laughs> whatever else. Ooh, we can have our gin tea. Yeah, I can't wait to drink that. Yes. We were talking in our original show, a lot of cliffhangers for this one. Hope we live up to the hype. Yeah. What do we make for a date night recipe? <gasps> you said Mexican night. was bad. Well, I said Mexican a... was fine. Now... No, let's specify, though. It's not just a date night. It's a date night that you're planning to, to bang the person for the first time, bang, but it's yeah. not a serious you're to, you're relationship. Go- mm-hmm. Just like a night of, of fun and sweat. So you're trying to set the mood <laughs> Marvin Gaye style. Get this thing going. What is the Marvin Gaye of recipes is what we're trying to get here. Okay. Let's... Hmm... I feel like it's nothing with cheese. It can't be anything that leaves you, like, too full, you know? No, yeah. Like, pasta, like, any kind of carb seems bad. Also, like, fish has, like, a connotation of maybe not smelling great, but that's also kind of light. It is, but, like... You don't want to just be vegetarian, because who would do that? Do you know what is delicious and isn't any of those things is prosciutto. Okay. So I am thinking of doing something like maybe like a salad, like a mixed green salad with a little bit of prosciutto thrown in there for like the side. I don't know what my main is yet, but it's definitely like almost like an antipasto salad, but with like amazing top shelf meats other than just like your bottom shelf ham that usually comes on that salad. <laughs> no, you don't you don't bottom shelf like an I'm gonna impress you. That's that's <laughs> never gonna work. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a twist your way. I wouldn't do a main. I would just do a bunch of apps. Also I'm a woman so I don't really have to try that hard. But it... <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. It's damn true. It's damn true. But <laughs> pretending that I was a man, um, I would just do a bunch of apps and like really, really dazzler. Apps and like a champagne. You gotta do a champagne. What about like a mixed drink that has like champagne as the main ingredient? Yeah, that would work too. But yeah, you gotta yeah, like yeah. It can't be just like a mimosa. That's too standard and that's weird at night. I'm assuming this is a nighttime thing. Yeah, you can usually just use champagne in place of like sparkling soda and stuff and a lot of drinks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I can see that. Mm-hmm. You can't do any food that looks like it could look the same coming out of you that it is going inside. No hot, no hot dogs tonight. That's what you're no. saying. No sausages. No kielbasa. No, that's not what. When you eat kielbasa, do you just poop a whole kielbasa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about like no. I'm, I'm like a play-doh machine. You just put it in one way, put my head down, and it comes out. <laughs> Over the attachment that the bottom looked like. Brad is a cartoon character, ladies, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gotta be, you gotta, yeah. Or you could do, like, prosciutto-wrapped melon balls. That's a good appetizer. And it's also easy, but it is impressive. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm thinking just, like, a straight-up, like, nice cooked piece of meat. Either of the pork or beef variety. Like a I nice steak. I think you wanna do lighter. Or some nice loins. You can do, well, I don't know. Steak is light when it, when it's done right. When it's not like a big, thick old piece of steak. When it's I've just like never a small. Had, I've never had steak done light. When it's like a smaller, like a four ounce piece or something like that. Perhaps. Yeah. Ooh, if I'm, okay. So, ladies. You know what always looks kind of fancy? I'm interrupting you, but I'm in yeah. a train of thought. Go ahead. When I see like, I don't, I think it's some sort of bird probably not a chicken but it's usually like a really like like thin piece of like poultry leg and it usually has like sauce or like asparagus like some sort of green sauce around it it's always in like some fancy plate of like food you see in a movie or something like that i don't even it's probably quail yeah i I was gonna say quail (laughs) so so you're gonna want to do like a john cena style is what you're saying maybe a cornish hen a cornish hen yeah that makes me think of David Lynch of, uh, what's that movie called? Eraserhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think, okay, so if there are ladies who do want to, like, put on the show that, like, oh, will they or won't they? The way that you win over a guy is if you're grilling. You grill for a guy. That's how to do it. I mean, kebabs are going right? to win a lot of party party people over. Just doing, just, like, a like grilling kebab. meats. And then especially if you're grilling meats wearing nothing but an apron, that'll really, that's, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that, right? What's for dessert? Anything? You're just going all lights? The like sex little, is you, dessert. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to do a lot of little things. So what, what is it just, are you doing kebabs or are you just doing a lot of what on the grill? Uh, no, the grill is like if you have to try. That's only if you have to try. Um, like... I mean, shrimp cocktails, that's a pretty standard one. I really like the prosciutto-wrapped melon balls, because that's like a surprise that you don't get everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or prosciutto-wrapped asparagus is also good. Anything that's like two ingredients, like, put together as one. I'm doing a marinated steak. It's not a big, like, the steak in your head is, I think, it's like a giant 16-ounce steak. <laughs> it is. It. It's like a Fred but Flintstone it... <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like take up the whole plate. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the kind of size steak you get at like a wedding or something, and you're like, "That's not enough steak." That's the kind of steak, like a filet mignon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or a piece of wagyu is really nice too. I've had that recently. It was great. I would do bruschetta. Bruschetta would be good. Oh, that's a fun thing. Yeah, and it's fun to say bruschetta, bruschetta. <laughs> um, and I might do a dessert, but it'll be like a light mousse. With, like, some whipped topping or something on it. Or maybe just the mousse itself. Just, like, an in case if you have to, like, drag it out a little longer. If you want to put mm-hmm. on some Marvin Gaye while you have your, like, fancy drinks and your mousse. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, Marvin Gaye. That'll do it. That'll just do it. <laughs> Don't do Al Green, though. That's overplayed. Or what's that other guy with, like, the deep voice who makes me think of donuts? Oh, I have no idea. Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline, do you have anything to talk, else to talk about in this after show? I'm kind of um, running a little little dry I here, do. So. I do. Okay. Okay. I have been working on this week. I want to perfect a taco salad. I want to figure out, like, the perfect blend of everything. Because there's so many different taco salad recipes. So I've been working and, well, like, working on it. Like, every day I have a little bit different taco salad. And I feel like there's some things that you have to have and there's some things that I just don't know. So, what I've decided that you have to have is ground turkey that's cooked up in, like, Mexican spices. So, like, cumin and cayenne and a dash of chili powder and salt. I think that's it. And then you have to have at least some iceberg lettuce. And I've been experimenting with lettuce, and I can't find, like, there's no other, like, lettuce or leafy green that has that, like crunch that iceberg lettuce has and i feel like that's like quintessential for taco salad and also hear me out black olives right i love black olives on a taco thing mexican thing it's my favorite yeah they're so good and then tomatoes like in chunks but i don't know what else i haven't gotten the race the proportions right how do you do a taco salad i mean also tortilla chips all those things are great. I also like sour cream on my taco salad. I okay. can't tell you why, but I definitely do. <laughs> and then like some guac, and I think that's it. What I, what always tricks me is the dressing. So whenever I yeah. order at like a restaurant, it's a real gamble about what kind of dressing is going to go on this taco salad. Yeah, I can't get the dressing right. I don't know what it is. What kind do you... you So it's usually just like some like lime, balsamic, cilantro kind of thing. Maybe like a poppy seed. But I think what you need to do is figure out how to... Maybe like a tomato-based dressing. Maybe like a Catalina or like a French dressing or a Russian dressing. And maybe even like a spicier version of those with some like hot, hot sauce in there or something. I've been doing, the one I found that works the best so far is a French dressing. That's been good because it adds a little bit of sweet to the heat. Love that sweet heat. I'm yeah. also thinking like crushed pineapples would be nice on that. Ooh, that's a twist. And, um, mm-hmm. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried guac or sour cream on it. Maybe mangoes, crushed mangoes would be fine Ooh, on there. Ooh, the mangoes would be good. Like a mango salsa, almost like deconstructed. Yeah. I haven't been putting salsa on it because I didn't want to be too wet. But if it's a mango salsa, that's the tomatoes and the mango. Mm-hmm. That's that might be what, what we need. The problem with the, uh, yeah, the, with just doing straight salsa is just all of it's going to just go to the bottom. And you're just going to be left right. with, like, the chunks that were in the salsa. And then you're going to be trying to eat that. You need to have some sort of thick thickening agent in there. Which exactly. maybe you could even, like, mix, like, French onion and salsa together. Mixing something okay. together to make... Something to go there, but that sounds ideal. And my lord, can I destroy a taco salad? Oh, it's so good. Oh my god, I know, right? I've done it with different chips. I tried it with Doritos once because I, I guess I wanted to make myself sick, and that was a terrible choice. And then that I sounds tri- like really bad. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was dumb. That's how my mom used to make it, though, so I thought I'd give it a shot. 
And then I did with blue corn chips, and that was eh. But then, like, just regular yellow corn chips. That's that, That's been the best chip i found so far. So I'm locked in with that, with my chip choice. But, oh, and I tried different onions. The red onions were too strong. The green onions were just, I don't know, they weren't quite right. But I minced up some uh, yellow onions just really, really fine. And I think those might be the best with that. Now, I haven't tried sauteing them with the meat. That might also do it. I just, I have to get I was thinking, like, how much I love, like, French tacos. I've never had, like, a, or a fish tacos. I've never had, like, a fish taco salad. Maybe there's something in there. Because, like, what's so great about the fish taco salad? It usually has, like, a bed of coleslaw or something in there. Like a shredded lettuce instead. Shredded cabbage. So maybe, I don't think you could eat, like, as much of it. But there might be something (laughs) there to to play around with, with, like... a fish taco salad. Yeah, I really like that spicy, creamy dressing that comes on it too. This is different. That dressing might be able to just carry the whole salad into. I think where so. Where you need it to go. Okay, I haven't tried the fish taco way. That's what I'm gonna. That, okay, that's the next experiment. I'm pretty sure nobody has. It seems too out there. Oh my god, top rope chef first. This is gonna be in the cookbook. The only time fish ever weasels its way into salad is if it's a fancy Caesar dressing salad. With, like, I'm the anchovies that. that are just on there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, they offer salmon on, like, a salad, and that's usually just pretty good. But Yeah, I do like that. Ooh. I do like the salmon. But. Salmon yeah. perch would be nice on that taco salad. I'm going to yeah. try. I'm going to try. Mango, mango and pineapple with fish, too, is, like, always a winning combination for me. Mango and purple cabbage and that creamy, spicy fish taco sauce. I'm going to try that with some onions and cilantro. Ooh. Yeah, some pico maybe, some <gasps> chopped up pico. tomatoes with that cilantro, yeah. That would be good. Okay, I'll try that. We'll get back to it next week. Maybe maybe some beans too. Put some uh No. some beans in there. Nope, I don't not going to happen. Not in a salad. Some, I don't care for put, that. Well, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> the texture is just too weird. Cold beans. I'm not a hobo. I like cold beans. They're fine. When I was in college. <laughs> Why do I feel like every story that starts with the when I was in college is going to be like a weird, I weird or like, gross thing? I feel like every week I've just been like humiliating myself, admitting all yeah, these truths. <laughs> you're your own worst enemy on our show. I'm just too honest. Here we go, though. Not just me, this is a group of us we used to go to the grocery store and we would get a can of beans and we would open them and just eat them. We would heat them up on the stove as though we were hobos and then just eat them out of the can. Heinz baked beans? <laughs> yeah, they're baked beans. Oh yeah, those are good. You can eat those cold, it's fine. Cold, hot, whatever. That was like the go-to meal was baked beans and sometimes we would all go in on like chicken tenders to share with the baked beans. And I was like, every day. <laughs> My roommate made a stew with some Heinz baked beans, and they were pretty. It was pretty good. What? It kind of just like f- all fell in there. Whoa! I never think of those like being anything other than just on their own. But rewind. How do you make a stew out of baked beans? Well, you just you sub- like you do like however, if you have a stew recipe that has beans, and you just use baked beans instead of those beans. You use the juice too. I think so. What? That's so weird. That'd be so sweet. Right? <laughs> Depends on how you spice it, but yeah. Okay. They're usually pretty sweet beans. 
Interesting. Ooh, sweet beans. Have you ever had bean pie? No. My dad used to make bean pie. It was so weird. <laughs> like it was like a like a pumpkin pie. It was like that same style, Ooh. but just with <laughs> beans. He oh used boy. Pinto beans. Is there gravy or... in there? No. I could see like... it being like a, like a pasty style thing. No, it was like a, it was like an open top, pasty. like a pumpkin pie. Yeah, pasty, not a pasty. Mm-hmm. Grits, not tits. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like open style, like a pumpkin pie, and you put like whipped cream on it. It was like a sweet bean pie. <laughs> I did not go back for seconds with that. I don't even think I finished the piece. It was no. it was an experiment. He was an experimental guy. I also made apple butter with a bunch of apples that I had, and it was the same recipe as before. And I'm going to be bringing it up to Jacqueline next week, so she'll tell you how that is. I can already tell you, it's very good. Oh, bringing it up so I can try it! But thanks for joining us on this after show. I hope we lived up to the hype. I'm sure we didn't. We have some episodes that you can only find on our Patreon. And to sign up for that, go to patreon.com slash chef. That's all I got to say. You know everything else. If you listen to the after show, you're probably a big fan, so. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being along for the journey. If you have your perfect date night dinner, please Ooh. send it to us, topropechef at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show. Or if you have a date night mishap, a food-related date night mishap, or success. That'd be even better, yeah. Oh, my God. We'll read it, and we will not mention your name. <laughs> <laughs> we won't. Brad will keep me in check. He'll edit it out if I say it. Now I'm thinking if I have any food date night mishaps. I can't really think of any. <gasps> I know one of one of my coworkers. Can I share it real quick? Yeah, go ahead. It's worth it. Okay. All right. So a human being that I know um, who shared the story with me, they went on a date and on this date, they like had a nice dinner and were hanging out and watching TV and then their date brought out this like really delicious grape juice and it was like it was just really delicious and pure grape juice and they had two huge cups of grape juice i'm curious to where this story takes a turn (laughs) right now so then they started having like a feeling in their belly that was not a feeling you want to have on a date night and they had to, I don't know why I'm being so weird about this, they had to poop, like, really bad, really intense right away. And the bathroom was right next to where they were watching a movie on the couch, and they were in there for, I think, 20 to 30 minutes, this person said. Just, like, pooping like crazy, and the window couldn't open, and there was no way <laughs> their date didn't hear it. <laughs> but I guess it went well after that. So, All's well that ends well. Right. If you have a story like that, or a success story. I don't have a success story. I don't remember those. I remember the fun ones. <laughs> I, ha- I have one, but it's a little bit um, rated R edge oh, style. On. So I'll save it for no. a later Patreon. I'll save it for a Patreon. Hey, After it'll be get, sign up for that Patreon to hear Brad's sexy food story (laughs) (laughs) that i literally haven't told jacqueline or anyone else in the world so if that doesn't get you to sign up for that patreon jacqueline we gotta get that money gotta make that money 
money. We gotta make that money. Money, 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 money. Well, Brad, you got me to show up for next week so I can hear it. So, listeners, <laughs> sign up. Show up. Be present in our storytelling saga. Yeah, we've, um, you know, we always get random people following on Instagram. So, if that's your thing, we have an Instagram, Top Rope Chef, uh, Twitter, do. Top Rope Chef. That we don't check that often because no one really uses that. But uh, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and an email would be nice. It and would. a Patreon, of course. Say hi. Pop on by. Say hi. A pop on by. <laughs> That's our new sign up. <laughs> I like it. See ya. Bye.